Good morning, people. Oh, uh, I, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Right before we hit record, we were singing the Different Strokes theme song. And um, now that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> and together we'll be fine. Sorry. This is Hashtag, hashtag Just saying. saying. I am Tara. I'm still Sean. Terrific. Last I checked. Terrific. So, <laughs> you know what? I had. Uh, you never. You ever just had one of those weeks? Yep. I had one of those weeks this week where <laughs> it was a weak week this week. Week. It was just one of those weeks where it was just like. Just shoot me, Bill. <laughs> Thank you. It was literally like snowball bullshit. And I'm like, really? I don't... It's not cool. <laughs> um, So, my... I have, like, a horrible back, and I'm in the process of getting it fixed. Right. Um, so, I start physical therapy soon. And I figured I'm going to be really sore, because the physical therapist is going to beat me up. <laughs> oh, you always leave much sore than you walk in. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm anticipating a lot of pain. Now my is um how do I put this delicately? He is a big booster of cannabis um Steve. medicinal cannabis. It's not Steve. <laughs> but I told him about smoking Steve and he was all about that. He's like he sounds like a swell fella. I said he is a good guy. By the way, um, the video of Smoking Steve, which is the sto- the tour of a radio station, WA, I think it's WADK, I'm not, I don't remember the call letters. Uh, but that is up. Even if you don't like radio, watch the video. It's a great video. Um, Steve is funny, informative, and high. <laughs> three <laughs> things. H-I-G-H-I. Yes, three things. Not he's, high. He's funny, informative, and he's high. Uh... Hi. So... I, I texted my nephew and I said, I'm about to be uh, sore. Hey, Parker. I'm about to be sore for a little while. What do you recommend? And he goes, oh, you need to get yourself some CBD oil. Right? Because it's like cannabis but with no THC. Right? So I said, where do I get it? On the DL, the OPP. <laughs> Are you down with OPP? Well, yeah, you, you know, know me. me. <laughs> So I said, um, I said I'll, I'll try it. You know, the creams are very, very expensive, but I did find one moderately priced. And he's like, you know, telling me don't get behind b- below this milligram <laughs> because it just won't work. He's like, you need a this kind of concentrated strength. So I finally I got it yesterday. So I started using it yesterday. So I'm only on day two. Um. And it, it's, I'm not, I'm not as, as happy as I wanted to be. <laughs> um, I thought I'd be, cause the reviews were like, I'm pain free. So I was like excited and I'm not now, <laughs> but it's okay. Cause it's only the second day. Maybe it'll, you know, it takes a few days for it to work. We'll see. Hey. Um, yeah. And then, uh. 
I was, I'm like, should I bother to tell this story? I don't know. Yeah, might as well before we dive into the, the good stuff. So I don't know if you have had like one of those moments where it's like, you, did anybody see that? <laughs> Cause I've I had was, those moments where I hope nobody saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Right. And, um, cause I was in my cubicle. I had my little earbuds in. Cause I was listening to stuff. And I was just concentrating on what I was doing, and I moved my arm, and the wire for the the headphones, like, touched my arm. It, like, graced my arm, and I thought, oh, it's a bug. <laughs> but what I actually did was, it's a bug! <laughs> and I jumped backward, and was like, ugh! <laughs> so that probably looked terrific, if anybody saw me. I don't like bugs. I'll tell you right now. You know what I did the other day? No. I bit the inside of my lip Ow. right here. Mm. Now it's a canker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not only that, but I keep biting it. Same spot. Yeah. Yeah. I usually do that like two or three times. Oh my God. I did it the other day. And then I just did it like three more times tonight. I'm like, Jesus, this thing's going to be bleeding by the time I'm done with it. Happens to me all the time. Oh, awful. Avengers came out today. Woo! I'm going to see it tomorrow. Woo! I'm not. I can, I can offer... No, I'm sorry. I can offer you a spoiler-free review next week, if you, if you wish. But. So. Whiskey. You're not drinking whiskey. No <laughs> <laughs> hell, I'm not. <laughs> What's the matter with you? You over there. Mm. So, uh, for the audio folks, we record the first twenty or so minutes. Uh, we used to do it live. We can't now because YouTube took that away. Um, yeah. Um, so we record it. And we we put it up. So if you want to go check out the video the first 20 minutes that'd be fine and while you're over there subscribe and to anybody who's watching on youtube if you haven't subscribed and you're just a lurker subscribe because we need we need you we need the subscribes we do because we can get the we get got to get the numbers back up so we can do the live stream again so we miss doing that please yeah it was fun and easy and youtube sucks yes so having said that i mean the mm, stupid rules i know Having said that, uh, for the past few weeks, we have been, uh, like, doing crazy 80s stuff. We've gone back to the 80s. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, and we're going to continue that now. So, do you want to... Because we, we started with movies last week. Yep, I was doing uh, my list of my favorite 80s movies. Yes. So, what... Uh, I was, like, me, halfway done. Let me, uh, you yeah. know... Let me wet my whistle. Yeah. It's way over there this time. I spilled my drink last week. It sucked. So, let's, cr let's crack in. Crack in. The last one that we did last week, I think, was Spaceballs. Yeah. I remember we talked about Spaceballs a little bit. So, this time, we were starting off with Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was on my list. Yay! Keaton! <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Michael Keaton, one of the greatest actors. He's a national treasure. He's up there with Tim Curry. 
National Treasures! <laughs> um, we love Michael Keaton. We love Tim Curry. If they ever want to get in touch, we'll tell them how much. <laughs> so, Beetlejuice... You said Beetlejuice, right? I didn't just, make, I didn't just hear that. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Uh, quick, quickly, uh, sum up what Beetlejuice is about. He's a ghost. <laughs> He's, He's the ghost. a ghost with the most. I'm the ghost with the most, baby. Um, all right, this couple has a house. <laughs> they die. Great premise for a comedy. Um, so they die. And these new people move into the house. They don't like these people. They want them gone. Boo. So they try to haunt them. It doesn't work because they don't know what they're doing. So they hire Beetlejuice. <laughs> they suck. They do suck at it. They suck at phantoming. <laughs> so they hire Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice comes in and scares the shit out of these people. And then the couple, the dead couple, have a change of heart. Aww. And as it turns out, they actually like the family. So they want them to stay. Silly. <laughs> And they all lived happily ever after. That and a banana boat song. <laughs> I'm gonna say then uh, Lydia got a uh, good grade on her math test. Yep. And the jump, 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 <laughs> jumping all the time. Well, that's worth the price of admission. Just it shot you that right there. <laughs> work, 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 Senora, working all the time. <laughs> Jesus. Jumping in the line. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> oh shit! What happened? We're very musical today. Good. It's a bit more entertaining for them. Is it though? Yes. All right. So that's Beetlejuice. It's a great movie. We are supposed to get a sequel, and I want it to happen. Dale. Yes. Any Dale. They like come and me wanna walk home. <laughs> I was gonna say work on the show, but yeah, nah, well, I, I keep it. I mean, they just had a, a, a baby reunion because Michael Keaton did <laughs> baby. They Michael baby. Michael Keaton did the Dumbo movie, Baby Beetle, which is directed by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping while the two of them are on set together during they lunch, of, they kind of went Beetlejuice too, <laughs> huh? While well, I'm still alive, huh? yeah. I saw an interview with him. Uh, Michael Keaton not long ago and I think it was on Stephen Colbert and he was th- Stephen Colbert was like so you were in you know and he's naming all these movies and then he gets to Beetlejuice and the crowd loses their shit and he's like oh I was also Batman and people are like woo but Batman <laughs> did not get the reaction that Beetlejuice got surprisingly huh and I was like maybe <clears throat> you know people still think of that movie very fondly so so we might, you know, I, I heard Michael Keaton's willing to do it. When I hear he the original he cast is on board and willing to do it and they're all still here. Yeah. Do it. Exactly. I know, I know a lot of times in the past, maybe you should have not done a sequel. <laughs> Mr. Have... Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I will not do that. <laughs> but yeah, while they're all here and they're all willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Get a good script and do it. Yes. To me, if you get the, the sim, like the same production guys, same director, or at mm-hmm. least the same director. Yeah. And you get the original cast, you're good already. It would have to be Tim Burton. It would have to be. Because he's weird. He's weird, so who else can do that weird kind of shit? Right. 
Yeah. Moving on. We can move on, yes. Mr. Mom. Uh, that's on my list, too. Yay! I I made a slight blunder. Last week, we had, we had uh, talked about Michael Keaton, and we talked about some Michael Keaton. It might have been Batman we talked about. And I had asked you, like, what your favorite Michael Keaton movie was, and I don't remember if you answered me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um... Did I say Mr. Mom? Because I was thinking of it the other day, and I'm like... I think you brought it up. I was like, man, I hope I said Mr. Mom, because that's a really good movie. And yes, I, I did. I did bring it up, because I remember you, you saying that the neighbor tries to seduce him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, because she's a bitch. Yeah, you call um, her a bitch. I call the, her a whore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the easy premise of Mr. Mom is that he's a guy who gets laid off from his job, and his wife goes back to work, and now he's got to figure out how to maintain the household. That's it. It's a very simple premise, but a very good movie. And during the, the process, he gets involved with soap operas. <laughs> and then he fantasizes it being like him and everyone he knows around yes. him. Yes. Being gotta, in the characters. I gotta watch that movie again. I was thinking of it the other day. I was like, man, I gotta watch <clears throat> Mr. Mom. It's a good movie. It's like, my, it's like we're shilling for Michael Keaton. <laughs> The only you would think I would probably lean towards Batman. Yeah. I want to say Gun Ho. Really? Will be my first. You'd go Gun Ho, huh? For that time frame, yeah. Okay. Gun Ho, Batman, then Beetlejuice, Mr. Mom. Oh, wow. Not okay. that Not that it's going from bad to worse. It's just that's the way I enjoy him. Okay. Mm. Gun Ho, um, did we talk about Gun Ho last week? Yep, right before Spaceballs. Okay, well... In, after Batman, before Spaceball. <laughs> well, because we brought it up again. Um, Gungo, uh, once again, Michael Keaton works at a car thing, and but the plant is closed, so he goes to Japan to try to talk the Japanese investors into reopening the plant in this failing town as everything's closing. Um, so they come, and it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Not the movie horrible. The movie's good. It's just... The, 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 everything that ensues is horrible. Because they expect the people of the motor company to work yeah. as hard as they did. Mm-hmm. Pretty much give up their lives like they do. Mm-hmm. So do it their way. But no. Now, <laughs> I don't remember the last time I saw it. I feel like it was um, mm. within six months. Many moons ago. <laughs> Many moons. Many moon pies. <laughs> um, my thing with Kung Ho is that... It's one of those movies, and we're probably going to come across a lot of these on the lists, uh, between your list and my list, um, but it's one of those movies that, like, if you look at it now, it's like, ooh, like some of that's a little bit racist, maybe? Some? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to be kind, because I know, I don't you gotta think- You got to be truthful, too. I know, and I don't, but I don't think it was meant that way. No. It's just that you look at it with two, in 2019 and you go, oh, boy, that's a little bit in bad taste. Yeah. Um, Got to remember it was the early 80s. It was. But don't get that stick up your ass. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these movies like. You're that easily offended. Something's wrong with you and don't yeah. even bother watching it. Yeah. A lot of these movies are like, you know, if you're offended easily. Go. Yeah. If you're offended. That was another Michael Keaton movie. Touch and go. <laughs> Um, if you're offended easily, it's probably not, yeah, I know, it's probably not a good idea, but anyway, so you'd go gung-ho, huh? 
right. Go and go no. All right. Um, go ho. So, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mom, which is a good movie. So, mm-hmm. what what's next? Dragnet. Ooh. Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. Uh, that that's an easy one. Um, <laughs> seriously, Dragnet. It's well, I, I guess Dan Aykroyd was a big uh, fan of the Dragnet TV show, and so they just made a movie based on not the characters, but they're trying this, to do honor to Jack. Yeah, Jack Webb. So I mean, it's just about it's about two cops who try to solve a pagan investigation. Yeah, an investigation, and you know what? Cult. I was thinking the other day because I was I was making my list, right? Jack of toys? Uh no, only <laughs> once. And now this has um, Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks. And I was thinking like a lot of people, <clears throat> like Tom Hanks, as he got later in his career, mm-hmm. he did more serious stuff. Yeah, what's with that? And but like he got his start in comedies, and I still yeah. maintain that's what made him that some of his best films were the, were the 80s comedies that he did. Yes, 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 The Bachelor. I actually, I've never seen The Bachelor. <laughs> I did it again. I bit my lip. <laughs> mm. Oh, shit. God, I'm gonna be in a stretcher by the end of the night. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, this big gauze ball. Oh, there. my God. Is that money for blood to pour out of my mouth? <laughs> Vampire! Blah, blah. Now do a turkey. I can't do a turkey. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you love it. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I do. I just can't do it. Oh, shit. I I I get sad when Thanksgiving comes around because I can't be like enjoy your turkey. Blah, blah. <laughs> I can't do it. That's good enough. I feel like a jerk. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Dragnet's a good movie. So what 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 else we got? For me, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Bill and Ted. That's one of those movies that you shouldn't have done the sequel. Yeah. Well, the first one was cool. Um. I've only seen. I don't. I. I think I've seen the sequel. Yeah, you, I, I think I showed it to you. I think I blocked it out of my mind because it's so bad. Yep. This horrible <laughs> movie. The first one. Two high school students are about to fail their history exam. Yep. Well, yeah, the history course. They need an A plus on the final report. Mm-hmm. Oral. <laughs> <laughs> Points for <Yeah>. oral. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they're afraid they're going to fail it. But somewhere in the future, George Carlin mm-hmm. comes back in time because he's from like 20. Carlin 30, saves the day. Like 2032 or something like that. Yes. And allegedly at that time, Bill and Ted, they have their own little band called Wild Stallions, but they're like huge. In George Collins' time. So to save the band, he goes back, shows them the phone booth. That's the time machine. And he they go back and get all the actual historian figures that we all know from mm-hmm. history class in middle school and high school. Yeah. And they do an oral report. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Most outstanding, though. Is Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> they meet a couple of historical babes. Now, they are, mm. it is confirmed 
They are doing a third Bill and Ted movie. Yes. That is definitely happening. Because they got to make up for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. Who are you going to have? Because Carlin's no longer with us. No. So who's going to be the, the Rufus, the time traveler guy? They might not have it. Does that, I think this is going to be one of those where they both, their kids are growing up and they're probably in the same predicament or something like that. Mm. And they're going to probably show them the same thing that George showed them. That's my guess. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I thought... They better not find a lookalike for George. (laughs) You can't do that. No. I'm just like, how do you replace... I don't know. You can't. You can't replace George. No, you can't. No. I... I I don't know. I know a lot of people are excited about it. I am skeptical and hopeful. Because <laughs> the sequel is dirt trash. <laughs> Not just regular trash, but dirt trash. Bodacious. Yeah. Not um, anus. <laughs> cool beans. So <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, moving on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put this together, the next two. Okay. Because it's one after the other. All right. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Oh, boy. Because they were both in the 80s. They were. I'm, I'm, I'm. Everybody's favorite was always Empire Strikes Back. I'm confident that at least one of those is. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is on my list. That was 1980, and Return of the Jedi was 83. Okay. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think we can possibly explain that i mean we don't have to no i mean it's star wars you either know it or you don't empire strikes back or ten jedi we all know that one Mm -hmm. ewoks (laughs) lightsabers it's like when they did their little dance (laughs) i don't know the song i can't sing it um next is license to drive oh i put that down yay i put that down somewhere because i saw it recently And that's only like the third of maybe third time I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Corey Haim. Yeah, go 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 through that real quick. Carolyn Kane. Yeah. Which at the time I thought she was cute. <laughs> Her and that little soft voice of hers. Yeah. Uh, Richard Monsoor was his name, the father. I don't know, but he was an it. Yes, for a very short time. Well, I, I recently watched that. Oh, did you? Yeah. And it sucks that he kills himself. Does he? Are you sure? He gets in the... He tells his wife or... Yeah. I think it's his wife. He tells her he's going to take a bath. Because he just got a call saying that it's back. Yeah. And he made a promise when he was a kid that they're all... You know, they're all return and deal with it and face it again. He didn't want to. He was scared shitless. So he told his wife, I'm going to take a bath. And uh, she comes up a little while later, and he's sitting in the tub. Mm-hmm. He slit, he cut his wrists with a blade from his uh, razor. Jesus! But before he died, he <clears throat> wrote it on the wall with his blood. Oh come on! Mm-hmm. Oh come on! <laughs> come on! Come on! Uh. See, I can't put that. What? When? When was? When was it? Nineteen ninety. Oh, ninety. We just missed it. That's why I don't have it on there. Oh, and it was a made—it's a made-for-TV movie. Have you seen? You've seen the remake, yes? Yeah. 
is the does the remake it's good is it good yeah it's good it's good it, it's it good. is good it is it, it it's good <laughs> part two is coming out this fall yeah that's why i was you know mentioning it because i know the mention it because <laughs> i know the sequel comes out um and then that should be the the final that yep be, that should be part it for two it. up two. that should be it for it <laughs> that's it motherfucker are you sure like i thought I mean, I mean, no, you just watched it, so it's it's got to still be fresh in your mind. What? Okay. No, I just, I don't remember him doing that. Doing what? Going in the tub and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? They, don't, they don't show him cutting himself, though. They show him going up the stairs to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. A few other cuts. They come back to the house. Wife goes to surprise him in the bathroom with the beer. Well, that's probably not the surprise she was <laughs> looking for. Nope. She drops the beer, goes on the ground, all over the place. Like it's a, mm. a Miller Lite can. But instead of light, they did that thing where you can't do the real promotional name. Oh, God. So the same company just put beer where it says light. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's a Miller Lite. Can I just say that, like, when when you see products in movies and it's, like, clearly Minute Maid and they just put, like, gaffer's tape over the Minute Maid and it just says juice on it <laughs> and you're like... I Come know on. that's Minute Maid. Yeah. There's a lot of movies, too, that you see, like, cans of Pepsi or Coke. Yeah. And instead of, like, the word Coke, it just says soda. Like, the company printed it that way for them or something. That's ridiculous. We know what's going on. Or it's like, Diet Coke on the silver cans. Yeah. You'll say Diet Soda. Oh, that's, like, one of my favorite things. Like, when you're watching, like, um... some of my favorite things. Yes. <laughs> um, when you're watching, like, a, an older movie... I bit my lip again. And you see, like... Like, in the background, it's like, Oh, that's in the, the Dorito bag from, like, 1983. Yep. Like, the, the white old bag. design. Yes! See, Sean knows! <laughs> the original white bag with the red on it? Yeah. White and red. And you see, now like, it's like the, all red or all... Yeah. It's all red. Mm. And then it had, like, a circle in the middle, and you could see through the bag. <laughs> it's like, I see my Doritos! <laughs> Yum! <laughs> Look at it all looking cheesy. <laughs> You're going in my mouth. Bring back the goddamn four cheese. Yeah. Jerks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So... I'm going to do one more for mine, then let's do, we'll do some of yours. All right. Right? I'm with you. Or do you want me to finish? No, it's fine. Okay. That's fine. We Teen go, Wolf. We go back and forth. That was on my list. Yeah. Uh, Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. Ridiculous premise for a film. <laughs> Ridiculous premise. I mean. One of those films that Michael J. Fox thought was, one, going to hurt his career. Two, he's not so proud of. Really? Yeah. Uh, I could see why you would not be proud of that film. <laughs> I could see why. Mm -hmm. Teen Wolf. Uh, is about a young man who happens to have a werewolf gene, and it kicks in for some reason when he's in high school. During a, a basketball game. And he just... Wolf's can, out. Yeah, he transforms into this wolf. All of a sudden, he's great at basketball when he really sucks. Why is the wolf good at basketball? I don't know. Is it because all of his sentences are heightened? Uh, maybe. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. And he gets hairy. But <laughs> he's got hair where there was no hair before. 
fast puberty. <laughs> Rapid puberty. Um, it's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous They've premise. They've got the plaid. That's um. It's. I mean, it, it was an '80s movie. Well, I, I can't apologize for it. <laughs> we, it was good in its own way. Yeah, we, we had a lot of crazy movies happening in the '80s. What is it? Michael J. Fox turns into a werewolf. Proceed. <laughs> You got a deal. You got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness gracious. So that's... Oh, do I get a pen too? No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't get you one. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Uh, I'll just live off my own over here. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you mention Breakfast Club? Not yet, but that was uh, a couple from, wait, one, two, three. Yeah, that was three, <laughs> three from where I just left off on the video. Ooh, wow. All right. So, Breakfast Club is a classic 80s film. Damn straight. And, oh, teenage angst. Teenage angst. Um, it's just about a group of students. We're who, in detention. Who are in detention together. Together again. Together again. <laughs> That's the only part I remember of the song. <laughs> That's the Muppet movie. Yes. Yeah. Muppets take Manhattan. Yep. Uh, which may have been the 80s. I don't remember. <laughs> it was. For one scene, you get to see um, Gregory Hines on roller skates. Yes. In little tiny shorts. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, Breakfast Club is about... Uh, a bunch of teens in detention. On I know a Saturday. It, on a Saturday, which you you would think like... For nine hours. You would think like that would be illegal. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to detain you on a Saturday. It's like, I don't think you can. That sucks. <laughs> well, back then they didn't care. No, we didn't care back then. So, so that you know, that's The Breakfast Club in a nutshell. It's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm going to just move on to my next one, which yeah. was uh, St. Elmo's Fire, which has a lot of the same people in it. Uh, Judd Nelson, uh, Emilio Estevez. What is his name? He's in everything in the 80s. Andrew McCarthy. Yes. Andrew McCarthy. Mannequin. <laughs> Did you just say bacon? Mannequin. Oh, I thought you said bacon. <laughs> I'm like, what makes you think of bacon? When Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> good i think of kevin uh, i think of bacon, bacon, and eggs. bacon and eggs too yeah um andrew mccarthy was in a ton of 80s movies yep and he here's the thing it's like they always made him like this loser <laughs> i'm like what's going on i i think he's in at least two or three on my list pretty in pink yeah do i have pretty in pink on my list i may have which also has Molly Ringwald. Yes, it does. That was um, another one of her big ones. He's in another 80s movie that I like, but I'm not going to talk about it yet. Uh, but anyway, St. Elmo's Fire is about a group of uh, young adults, and they were friends in college, and they have graduated college, and are starting their adult lives. And We want them! And yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it's just, it sucks. I don't want to grow up. Um, it's a... It's who I else hear is in they're it? coming back. What? 
I hear they're coming back. Who, Toys R Us? Yeah. You're shitting me. No. Really? <laughs> I heard one of my coworkers say that she saw it online. Wow. That'd be sweet. <laughs> I'd, I'd be all right with that. If they are, they better grab the stores that they were in before someone else buys them. <laughs> I know. Before they're bought <laughs> out by those Halloween stores. Or just any they other store. They just own everything. Um, wow, okay. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, who else is in it? It's, uh, Rob Lowe? <laughs> I know. Say it. it what if Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe's? <laughs> I, you can't say it too fast. Well, he'd be in trouble. He would. And Demi Moore. Uh. One crazy summer. And, uh, probably a couple other people, I'm sure. But I just, well, I don't have time to go through the whole cast, and I'm not Googling it. Um. It's a good movie. Oh, you know what? That's one of those movies that like had a big hit single. You had a John John Parr. Yep. Man in Motion. Yep. That's a that's a good song. And there's an instrumental theme that's very famous too. Oh yeah, yeah. The the Saint Elmo's Fire theme. Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This this next one on my list isn't a particular movie that I particularly enjoy, um, but I know a lot of people do, and my sister really liked it, and I had to watch it all the time. Footloose. <laughs> um, I would actually would rather listen to the song than watch the movie. Uh, that had a good soundtrack, actually. Actually, it had a, yeah. a couple songs by Kenny Loggins. It had a. Oh, he was. I think, I think we talked about that before. Kenny Loggins is like the whore of soundtracks. <laughs> like people are like. Gee, it's zero hour. We got this movie that's about to go out. Uh, we just need a soundtrack. Somebody pull this together. Call Kenny. He's got you. <laughs> he probably already has songs fitted to your movie. Mm-hmm. He's he's that good. He did one for Caddyshack. <laughs> he did. I'm all right. That's a great song. It has zero to do with the movie. Zero. Mm-hmm. It sounds just like they tacked it on. Of course. Because they needed well, good, something right all. away. And he was probably, oh, well, I got the song. Yeah. Um, I got a library. Pick one. <laughs> so, so Footloose, Footloose, and we talked. We talked a few minutes ago. Like, oh, Teen Wolf has a ridiculous premise. Footloose has an even more ridiculous premise. Yep. Okay, it's a small town, right? I don't know where the fuck it is. East, east, fuck you. That's where it is. Um, they don't allow dancing. The the yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. His character goes, I think he goes to live with like his uncle or I don't know, or they move there. I don't really know what's happening. Um, but the town has outlawed music. Boom! Sp- specifically rock and roll. Because, never live there. Because of a car accident that had happened. So they outlaw music. And I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I'm like, what a ridiculous thing to do. I was like, that's like unconstitutional. Yes. Like somebody should have, they all should have risen up as one and said, no, <laughs> no, no. Um, but it's a, it's, it's so the, I can never get past the premise of like, we don't allow music in this town. It's oh, he ridiculous. showed them. He did show them. He put on a kick-ass dance. Thanks to Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally thanks to Kenny Loggins. Oh. You have, oh, you know, the other, the other song from that was Almost Paradise, which was uh, Mike Reno, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's that's all right. I feel like ballads. Oh Anyway, uh, did we talk weird science? We mentioned it. Yeah, we mentioned it a hundred times because of uh, 
Bill the, Paxton. We would no, no. We were talking about uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street too. The guy from Weird Science is the oh, yeah, friend Robert, of that. Robert Russell. I can't even believe you know his name. <laughs> the fact that you know He'll his name. He'll be happy or proud if he heard this. <laughs> Robert Russell. Robert Russell, there's zero chance that he's listening, but if you're a friend of Robert Russell, tell him Sean knows yeah. who he is. Ah. Um, Weird Science is basically about these two nerds. <laughs> they hook a doll up to a computer and make a real lady. Yeah. And that's it. And Robert Downey Jr. and... Robert Russell. Robert Russell are friends, and they're bullies, and they're horrible. They're jerks. They are jerks. They're big jerks. Um, so that's it. I mean, another... I told you, we had really stupid premises for movies in the <laughs> 80s. But it's not but like... But they were original. Yes, I was going to say, but it's not like movies now or anything special. Yeah. They're all remakes of the shit we did back then. <laughs> Because they got nothing. They got nothing. I don't know if you have this one on your list. Short Circuit? You have Short Circuit? Nope, didn't put it down. You didn't put Short Circuit down? No, I forgot. Short Circuit? <laughs> Who's in that, Sean? Your best buddy. Gutenberg. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like your mortal enemies. <laughs> My enemy, Steven oh. Gutenberg. Oh, if he didn't cancel the time I met Michael <laughs> Winslow, I want to meet them both at the same time. That was the second time he canceled. He keeps canceling his Comic-Con appearances. I didn't mind the first one, but the second one? Sean's freaking out. Um, Short Circuit. <laughs> it also has G.W. Bailey, who was Captain Harris in the yes. police academies. Yes, it does. Oh, oh, and Ali Sheedy. Yes. Who was in the Breakfast Club. And St. Elmo's Fire. Damn right. Yes! Look at all these connections. <laughs> Woo! Exactly. <laughs> Real movies! Um, Short Circuit is just... I don't, I don't remember the whole thing behind it. Were they building robots? Like the government building robots? Yeah. And the company was Nova. Nova Robotics. <laughs> Nova Robotics? Yep. Okay. And I forget the basis on why they made the robots, but yes, but they each had a number on the side of the head, mm-hmm. and number five got mm-hmm. struck by lightning, and all of a sudden, now he's got his own soul and feelings. <laughs> but no one wants to believe that this robot can think for himself. Yeah, nobody except <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. First, Ali Sheedy. Ah, yes, yes. And then she has a hard time trying to convince. Gutenberg. Well. <laughs> and just because he's taken liking to her, it's almost almost like, oh, okay, I'll accept it. <laughs> this is I insane. guess it's a package deal. <laughs> this is insane, but you're purdy. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> but I'm going to have to take her, too. This is crazy, but you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> There's also another uh, funny guy that works with Nova that, yeah. that helps Gutenberg. I forget his real name, but he almost sounds like Apu on The Simpsons. Literally. That is... And I don't think um, he really speaks that way. No, it's um, Fisher. Uh, Stephen? I don't know. I don't remember his name. I want to think Stephen Fisher, but I'm not sure. Uh, Fisher Stevens? Maybe. I think it's Fisher maybe Stevens. We, yeah, maybe we got reversed. Yeah, I think it's Fisher Stevens. <sighs> People made a big deal out of that, especially now it would be a big deal because... Oh, yeah. He's not even Indian. No. <laughs> but they literally talk like that. 
He did. And I mean, it wasn't, I don't, they weren't like, I don't think they were making Mm. fun of him in the movie. It was just, I don't know. I don't know why they needed the character to have that particular voice. Is it because like he's working robotics, so he has to be smart and from India? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, these days, a lot of times when we call a company to complain about something, yeah, we think we're talking to somebody in that company here. Oh no! But we're no, really no. talking to somebody across the ocean in yeah. India. Well, or in because that. because it's one, it's cheaper, and number two, the time zones are different, so they can have somebody. Yeah, they're like work eight to less. ten hours ahead of us. Yeah. So, anyway, Sean Surgan. <clears throat> Weird movie, it's classic, weird premise, though. but it is a classic film. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to remake Short Circuit. <laughs> Shots I'm, rolling his eyes. Parmy <laughs> thinks they are in the process, but I don't know. I thought I heard rumblings about that too. Mm-hmm. I just or, or like trying to make a third. I think they're trying to remake it, and they probably make the robot a little different. Yeah, well, they could, sounds stupid already. Excuse me. Well, they could do probably much better effects now. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, back then we were impressed anyway. We're like, ooh, that looks like a real robot. What the fuck? There was one scene of the original that I did love. It always cracked me up when I was little. What? Um, all right. Number five escaped uh-huh. the, the place. Uh-huh. And he hitched a ride on the back of a truck, and then he went flying off to the side and landed on the side of a farm. Uh-huh. And then he reads the sign of a Dr. Pepper. And uh, <laughs> the way he sounds... <laughs> Because they show him reading it, and they got the guy that sounds like a poo. I wish I could remember his name, so I can't refer him to that. But he's at the computer with everybody, like mm-hmm. security and Steve, and they're so they're reading on the computer screen what the robots reading on mm-hmm. the sign. So first, you hear the uh, the guy that sounds like a poo goes, "Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too?" <laughs> And then they cut to the robot. He's looking at the sign. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? <laughs> <laughs> I always cracked up laughing. You just did the impossible and made me want to watch Short Circuit again. <laughs> I have it somewhere. I have the one and two, the, the package deal. I just got the first one. <laughs> oh, boy. But that was always my one of my favorite scenes on little. Jesus. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? <laughs> Um, the next one on my list, I don't have a lot to say about this movie, but uh, I put it on here anyway. Uh, Purple Rain. Yeah. Just because we watched it recently. Yep. And I hadn't seen it in a very, 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 very long time. It was well done. Um, really? Uh, I have, uh, okay. I, I didn't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I actually do have a lot to say about it. <laughs> um, it was a, such a loose plot. Basically, it's Prince... But he's called the kid in the movie. They didn't really give him a name. It's just a kid. Um, they probably didn't want to use his real prince name. Well, I mean, they could have given him Jeff. Yeah. They could have named him anything. <laughs> hey, Bob. They could have. <laughs> he doesn't look like a Bob, but <clears throat> Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Like they could have given him a name instead of like the kid. Uh, you know, he plays at this nightclub. There's a, a rivalry between him and another musician. He has a shitty home life. His dad's an abusive alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming he's an alcoholic. He was yes. an alcoholic, yes. Yeah. I don't know. Because just... <laughs> he had a shit career for music. Yeah. A shitty music career. It failed. And yeah. He just turned into a... Uh, a jerk? Yeah. A jerk and an alcoholic because Beats of Beats his wife. 
Yeah, uh, he beats her one minute, and then he's like kissing her the next. Yeah, well. Then he beats her again. That's all they have. And so, I mean, I just kind of went, like, looking at it. We just watched this a couple months ago, too. Mm-hmm, like a few weeks ago. And it was like, it's just one big long Prince music video. It is. <laughs> it's like. It's basically okay. a documentary movie of how he got into it. I know. It's just that there's a lot of things on there that could have been fleshed out more. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, there's obviously a lot going on at home. Mm-hmm. But they don't show a ton of it. So, yeah. like, ultimately, and I'm not going to spoil anything, <laughs> although it's a 40-year-old movie. <laughs> um, I know. I should just spoil it. 84. I should just fucking spoil it. Spoiler alert. When the dad dies, you feel... No, he doesn't die. Does He's... he die? Um. Uh, no. He tries to die. Yeah. So, you know, you, but like, I felt no Tries empathy. to commit suicide, and yeah. he's at the, they show him later on at the hospital. Okay, so he's still alive. So he failed at that, <laughs> too. five, alive. <laughs> so he's bad at that as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he can't do anything right. No, he cannot. Um, But, like, you don't feel any empathy, because it's like, they didn't really, they made him into, like, this monster, so you're like... Okay, I don't feel anything that he's in the hospital. And mm-hmm. Prince, uh, well, I'm sorry, Prince's character has this Kid. whole, like, yeah, has this whole, like, oh, my God, and he's in tears, and then he sings Purple Rain for him, and all this crap, and you're like... I wanted to dedicate this to my father. Yeah, and you're Princess like... Princess Lee. <laughs> and you're like, why, why should you care? <laughs> and I'd like, it's just... And I don't know, I felt like the love story in that was kind of forced in... And there was a lot happening there, too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you guys dating? Like, it, it was never really, like, established what was going on with the two of them. And Apollonia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot that's loose in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it just makes it tough to care about it. Because <clears> you're like, well, what's happening? <laughs> well, it actually took place in Minneapolis, where he lived. Yeah. Where he oh, yeah, up. he was a big Minneapolis booster. He lived there. And that nightclub is an actual nightclub. Mm-hmm. I think it's still in use. And Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Bit my lip again. <laughs> we can play a drinking game. How many times Tara bites her lip? Be drunk in 20 minutes. <laughs> well, one thing that bugged me, too, yeah? over, the, over the years, is the soundtrack. Why? Because it, you watch the movie, and you see, uh, you got Prince singing his songs. Mm-hmm. Apollonia sings a few songs. Mm-hmm. The Time sings a few songs. Right. None of their songs are on the soundtrack. Just Prince. <laughs> That's not fair. Of course. Well, I mean, it's you Prince's... Have, you have to go to the Times' first album. Yeah. It's like Ice Cream. Jungle Love. Stuff. Yeah, Ice Cream Factory or something it's yeah. called. Yeah. Or yeah. Fantasy or something. And that's where you can get two, oh, yo, two songs yo. that was in there. I want to know you, know you. <laughs> this is for all the sexy people out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. They're the sexy ones. Hell yeah. All the sexy people say, what's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, so, I don't know. But I put it on the on the list because it was a big movie in the 80s. Yes, I still and love it. And had, we had recently watched it, so mm-hmm. at least it was so fresh in my mind. Um, the next one I've read a lot of crap about lately. Mm. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Ooh. Revenge of the Nerds. Isn't there plans to try to remake that? God, I hope not. Me too. God, I hope not. There's a... They should have stopped it, too. Yes, they should have. How many did they end up making? Four. Four? Three and four was a TV movie mm. version. Oh, come on. Yeah. 
Ridiculous. And the fourth one, Booger gets married. Oh, God. Who would marry a man named Booger? Uh, I forget her last name. Corinne is her first name. She was um, Bobcat Goldwaite's love interest in Police Academy 4, Citizens oh, on Patrol. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know, her, I know her face. Yeah. So, Revenge of the Nerds is basically <laughs> about... These ner- this group of nerdy guys, they start their own fraternity because they can't get into the cool one. Nerds! Not fraternity. Yeah, fraternity. They try to get in the one. Yeah. So they start their own. Well, not really their own. It's a chapter. What was it? Lambda, Lambda, Lambda or something. Yep. So, but... That, that's another one of those situations where back then you find the, uh, the sensitive yeah. things. Because Lambda, Lambda, Lambda is an all-black fraternity. Yes. It was. So but at they were the time, only... it was supposed to be the joke. They were the only ones who'd accept them. Yep. Yeah. And they go see the dean or whatever, and it turns mm-hmm. out to be an all-black one. <laughs> but Lamar's already in. <laughs> he's, he's Lamar's in. Go. He's good to go. But, so, I mean, it's a jock versus nerd kind of thing. And, I mean, a lot of people have kind of been making a uh, stink eye at it because, once again, if you look at it in today's... With today's, you know, eyes. It, bully. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, not just the bullying, but they set up cameras in the girls' bathroom so they can watch them showering. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> Sean's like, woohoo, but, you know, that's not cool. Louis so checking just, out Betty Child. Yeah, it's just that whole. sleeping. It's just a whole mess. Um, so, I mean, if. if you know, that kind of PC stuff doesn't bother you. Just like the whole, group's, the, all right. the whole group's watching the video and Booker's getting pissed. Like, pan down. I want to see Bush. <laughs> 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 oh, Booger. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I liked Anthony Edwards, so I thought he was good in that. And yep. speaking of Anthony Edwards, the next thing is Top Gun. The I'm need doing... for speed. Oh. I don't know if you're going to need the need for speed. But. Yeah. And once again, Kenny motherfucking Loggins <laughs> had a big hit with Danger Zone from Top Gun. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, I, don't, I, I, I may have Top Gun, but I can't tell you the premise of it anymore. <sighs> it's uh, just about um, pilots. <laughs> it's about pilots. We'll leave it at that. I guess I want to say like two great pilots. Okay. Going, going into like the academy. Or... Oh, Val Kilmer. Kill. <laughs> Val, kill him. Mm. Val, kill the Iceman. <laughs> they want to make another Top Gun. Yeah, and I think uh, Tom Cruise is on board with that. He is. And Val Kilmer is as well. And they were the big names from that movie, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, and speaking of Val Kilmer. I can I seg right into the next one on my list. I did that on purpose. <laughs> is a movie called Real Genius. Have you ever seen Real Genius? No. Real Genius is. Does that have to do with a baby? No. No. I'm thinking of something no! else. No. I was going to say, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> no. Real Genius is about this kid. He is a. Um, what do you call that? Prodigy. He's uh, young and intelligent. So he goes. Uh, he gets out of high school early and he goes to college <clears throat> and Mom's so college. he goes to this gifted college and val kilmer he ends up rooming with val kilmer i think you poor person and i mean 
And Val Kilmer's like... You ruined Batman. Yeah, and Val Kilmer's kind of, um... I don't know. He's like the, uh... What would you call that? He's like the Ryan Reynolds in this movie. <laughs> He's the Ryan Reynolds character. It's... So, oh, you know who's the bad guy in this movie is the uh, the science professor, and he is the same. He's Walter Peck <laughs> from Ghostbusters. This man has no dick. Yes, he's Walter Peck, and I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, I, I really would love can't. to have been there on that day that he uh, talked about on, mm. an in, on an interview yeah. after Ghostbusters. Oh. He was walking down the street one day, and this busload of people was driving by. They yeah. all recognized him from the movie. Yeah. So they're all open the windows, starting to um, wave to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, like, <laughs> smiling, waving back. And they all yell, yay, dickless. <laughs> um, I would have loved to have been there for that. Yeah, well, he's the bad guy in this movie, too. And he gets his in the end, let me tell you. Um, but it's it's one of those 80s goofy comedies, but it's a good movie. Um, my next one is UHF. <laughs> you got UHF? Nope. Weird Al. UHF is Weird Al. He gets a TV station from his uncle? Yes. And that's it. They got to try to... He tries to buy the TV station. They got to raise money. So they got to go through that whole thing. They, people in the 80s, they were either trying to like raise money for something <laughs> or, you know, we got to save the blank. <laughs> you know? Yep. Or it was just a ridiculous premise, like, I'm a wolf now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, U- UH, but UHF has a big cult following. Mm-hmm. People like, oh, and Getty Wontanabe is in that, and he was also in... Stupid! <laughs> so stupid! And he was also in Gung Ho. Yes. Oh, Gung Ho, you said. Yeah, Gung Ho. You said it so quick, I didn't know what the hell he I'm said. I'm sorry. He was also in Gun Ho. Yeah, so I'll move on. I know Millie. Yes, that's a good movie. Um, did we mention Better Off Dead last week? Did we? Did we? Did we? I'll mention it no. now. Better Off Dead. It's one of those um, John Cusack movies that he's embarrassed that he did. But <laughs> One of his many early movies. Yeah, but it's about. actually very good, so I don't yes. know why he's upset about it. Right. Um, it's about this guy, and he... Life sucks. Yeah. His girlfriend dumps him for the guy who can ski the K-12. <laughs> so he wants to win her back and ski the K-12, and but he ends up falling in love with somebody else in the process. <laughs> Spoiler alert. And that's it. I mean, it's 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 a very goofy I think her name is Diane thing. Franklin. Probably. A real, a real name. Yeah. Who was also one of the princesses on Bill and Ted. Okay. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm learning, too. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, oh, uh, Curtis Armstrong is also in it. Mm-hmm. And he was he was Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> this is pure snow. And they were in um, One Crazy Summer together. Mm-hmm. He was Akak. He was Akak. Which <laughs> took me until I was in my adult life to realize that his name is the abbreviation for Nantucket. I never knew that. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. A A C K is Ack. It's the abbreviation for Nantucket. And they just named him Ack Ack. <laughs> oh. That's where it was filmed, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't I don't know if they filmed it on Nantucket, but that's where it was supposed to take place. 
It was also had Bobcat, but go with from uh, Police Academy. Yes. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> Kenny Loggins will be very happy <laughs> uh, because I'm going to mention Caddyshack. <laughs> I love Caddyshack. It's a great movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. You haven't seen Caddyshack? Oh, you got to watch Caddyshack, man. Hmm. It's a good movie. Um, Rodney Dangerfield, Chevy Chase. I'll tell you, no respect. Bill Murray. Yay! Oh, and Ted Knight. Plays the bad guy. <laughs> Um, it's, it's, I think he was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. That's he was. Yeah. yeah, and he was also the voice on Super Friends. Back at the Hall of <laughs> Justice. <laughs> that was him. Yeah, that was him. Wow. Yeah. See, you're always learning on, on our show. <laughs> yeah, stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid! Stuff. stupid stuff that will get me nothing. <laughs> I know that. Um, Caddyshack is just about this caddy. He's trying to win a scholarship. Um, which is held by Ted Knight. Ted Knight gets to decide who gets it. Um, well, there's, there's ultimate. I know. We're waiting. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, oh shit, that was used in some other movie that you were wait, waiting on something for a long time, and they cut yeah. to the, they cut that in there. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna bother me now. I don't know, but I'll um, let you know later. Okay, but it's a good movie. Uh, it's one of those, it, it didn't do well when it first came out. What do you, wow, you gotta look. What's the matter? No, they used it in the Star Wars, um, episode version of Family Guy. Oh. When they were doing Return of the Jedi and, um, Luke was about to get pushed off the ship into the, the pit. Mm-hmm. And they all, they were doing that nodding thing to each other for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Because it was taking so long, they cut to that and like, well, we're waiting. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh. Don't you like when you remember something? Because right it happens away. so little. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Caddyshack. Uh, you mentioned Beetlejuice. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna mention this. Um, it is slightly controversial now, uh, but it was a big deal back in the '80s. Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Yes. Um, it it's probably one of the biggest stand-up concerts of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm remiss in saying that. No. I think I'm pretty accurate on that one. Yes. <laughs> Everybody could quote Delirious. <laughs> Everybody still can quote Delirious. I scream! Throw down some money! No! Everybody. My favorite part was when they were talking about the cookout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's talking about the cookout, <laughs> the family cookout. No, that's not a fire. That's a fire. <laughs> no, that's a fire. Um, it's just, it's a good stand-up special. I do know that he has apologized, actually, for some of the material in that. So I think we can just let that go. <laughs> That's the one that he did, uh, he was talking about, um, Ralph and Norton from the Honey Yeah, Morris. he's apologized for that. <laughs> he's apologized for a lot of that stuff. Um, so, uh. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for somebody they already did it. Um, so I'm going to move on from that, but that was a, that was a big, big deal. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it was, uh, it was in the theaters and then he also put, I, was it the late, I think it was in the early nineties was raw. When raw, did raw, was, raw was 87. 87. He did raw too, which is very dirty. So at the same time he did Beverly Hills Cop 2 at the time. Okay. And that was, was also in the theaters. And I mean, for, for back then, like a stand up special to be shown in a movie theater, was like unheard of. I think one of Richard Pryor's was too. 
Why? Yeah, I, around, like, around the early time. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's it, yeah, but like it's very rare for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, normally they just get played on like HBO or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, but like. Maybe they should start doing that. I know. That would be good. Yeah, just get some really good people. <laughs> get some really good people. Okay, next is Stripes. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, John Candy, Judge Reinhold. Uh, was, is Arlie Emery in this? Uh, I forget. Uh, usually when they need somebody who's like an angry army guy, they get Arlie Emery. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. This is my rifle. This is my gun. <laughs> <laughs> this is for partying. This is for fun. <laughs> I don't remember if Arlie Emery is in it. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill Murray plays this guy. Hi, doggy. <laughs> Who, um... <laughs> She must be scared because she's came oh. running right over here. Yeah, she's bolted in here. Yeah. Like what door? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Bill Murray plays a guy who's just he's upset with his life and he wants to change. He just quits his job and then yep. his girlfriend dumps him and. Yep. And so he talks his buddy Howard Ramis into joining the army with him. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's just crazy. So that's a, yeah, it's a good movie. Classic. It is. It is. Um, next on my list is Commando, which is the only Schwarzenegger movie that I own, I think. <laughs> Aside from Running Man, I think, which Jay owns that. <clears throat> I actually really like Commando. It's uh, yeah, Schwarzenegger, uh, Alyssa Milano plays his daughter, and I think Jesse Ventura is in it. Yes. Yeah, he's the bad guy-ish, I think. But oh, I think he's like the dick. <laughs> yeah, he's always <laughs> the jerk a jerk. Or the he's dick. always a jerk. Um, the basic premise behind that is he's this retired mercenary thing, and then his daughter gets kidnapped. He's got to get her back. That's it. It was taken for 1985. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I'm not thinking of Predator. No. Um, I hope I'm not thinking of Predator either because I've never seen it. <laughs> bit my lip again <laughs> son of a bitch it is son of a bitch it is um all you gotta so, do is bite it once then you're, that's it you're done once you start down that rabbit hole that's it but anyway it's it's a good movie <clears throat> like i said it's it's like one of the only schwarzenegger movies that i really like i'm not big on him uh not at all uh did we talk karate kid last week Nope, because that's on my list. Okay. You have what? Karate Kid? One and two. One and two. And how many were there? Four. Oh my, another one that went four. And they really shouldn't have. Right, because the fourth one didn't have anything to do with Daniel. They brought Hillary Swank in. No. Okay, you know what? Stunk with Swank. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because we actually have a whole review video on Karate Kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to go check that out, that's available for you. Um, it's just about this kid, and he is getting bullied, and he befriends an old man who teaches him karate. Friends that's it. forever. You got a friend. It's lightning outside. I just saw lightning. Nice. That's why the dog's flipping off. Ah. Wow. <laughs> well, we, I hope we finish the show before we get wiped off the air. <clears throat> Me too. Um... My next one is Little Shop of Horrors. It's on my list. Nice. Little Shop of Horrors is technically a remake. Did you just hear thunder? No. 
I think I just heard thunder. It's all right. I don't mind it. I like thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. It's just I, I don't need the equipment to go. <laughs> um, Touch the mic. <laughs> it's a hot show tonight. <laughs> Woo! It's all too shocking. It is. Uh, I don't know how I could describe a premise like Little Shop of Horrors. It, this guy gets an suddenly alien plant. Suddenly Seymour. Yes, yeah, suddenly Seymour gets a plant. <laughs> And it's an alien plant. It shows up out of nowhere. And it eats people. Oh. <laughs> that was almost like the... Mm. That was almost like the noise that Garfield makes when he like, eats a whole lasagna. I was, oh. try, I was trying to do um, the sound effect from Homer. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that, that too, yeah. Mm. That too. Um, so he's got to feed it people. <laughs> Yummy. Yeah. It's it's a musical. Eighty six. They sing a lot. John Candy's in it. He yes, plays he is. A radio DJ. So is Steve Martin. <laughs> Steve Martin, man. Um, he's in it too. He plays a. a he did dentist. really well on that part. Yeah, he he really yeah he did he did. Uh, Rick Moranis is uh, lead character Seymour. Crowborn. Yes. I couldn't, I wasn't even going to try the last one. I wasn't name. sure if you were trying to fish for the last one. No, 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 no. I wasn't even going to try it. And uh, I don't know who plays the Audrey, but that's fine. Ellen Green. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Points for you, fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a musical. They're actually thinking about redoing it. So, I'm sure it'll be suck. Interest- I'm interested. Are you? I'm just curious to see how they would do it this time. Hmm. I, you know I, they're gonna kind of follow the yeah. original premises, but they're gonna probably change it into something stupid into their way. Yeah. But something like that, I'm always curious to see how they're gonna do the plant. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm picturing mm-hmm. them like making it some major different type of plant and doing the same thing. Mm. We'll see. I I mean I guess I'm just yeah. Just say. Um. <laughs> The next one on my list is Spies Like Us. You ever yep. see Spies Like Us? Yep. That's a good movie. Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase? Yes, Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. Um, they get picked to do this Moscow Moscow mission because uh, they think they're like, I don't know, uh, FBI agents or something, but they're not. And uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's just a silly... Family Guy did a spoof on that. They did. Had them in it. Well, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm just trying to get through as many as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm trying um, to compare with my list. Okay. Uh, my next one is actually a fish called Wanda, because I'm a big John Cleese fan. It's John Cleese, uh, Kevin Klein, who's amazing in this movie. Um, Michael Palin, who's another Monty Python guy with John Cleese, and Jamie Lee Curtis, hey. who oddly enough is not screaming in this movie <laughs> at all. Uh, the basic premise. <laughs> the basic premise of this movie is that uh, Kevin Klein, um, Michael Palin, and Jamie Lee Curtis are in a gang, and they do a. <laughs> I know they're a gang, and they do a uh, a jewel heist. And so, what they need is they need John Cleese, who plays a lawyer, to get the information about where the jewels are from his client, who is their ex partner. Um, and it's it. I know it sounds crazy, but it's actually a good movie. Yeah, actually. Actually. Um, 
I'm like I said, I'm a big John Cleese fan, but Kevin Klein is awesome in this movie. His character is awesome. Uh, so there's that. Very awesome. I said awesome like a million times. Awesome. Excellent. I know. I need a new vowel. <laughs> Not vowel. Adjective. <laughs> I need a new adjective. It's been a long day. I keep biting my lip. I'll buy a vowel. I keep biting my lip. And it's very uncomfortable. Oh. Doggy Megan. Yeah, she's panting. She's upset. Come here, uh, baby. Come here. Where's your friend? Yeah, I'll slide over. Oh, look at Sean accommodating the pupper. Yeah. Okay, uh, next, we've talked about Tom Hanks at the top of the show. Big. Big. You got big on your on your list? Not on the list. Oh. Big is a good movie. They list, like, a whole flux in the 80s of movies that had people mm. changing bodies. Yes. Vice versa. There was big, and yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to say. There was, uh, there was another movie called, like, Father Like Son with Dudley yep. Moore and Kirk Cameron. Yep. They changed bodies. And vice versa, mm-hmm. with Judge Reinhold and Fred, Fred Savage. Mm-hmm. I think out of any of these, big, I'd go big first, and then vice versa next. Yes. Those are, yeah. I mean, and that's the premise of all of them. It's just somebody who's like, I'm changing bodies mm-hmm. with somebody else. Well, actually, not with Big. Actually. Not with Big, because he just wished to be older. Yep, and the machine actually granted his wish. And yeah, that Zoltan machine. My husband was actually telling me, actually, my husband was telling me that that machine still exists. Mm-hmm. And it's in some beach uh, pier in New we York. We saw a or similar one at uh, Newberry Comics in Denham. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna have to get the the information from my husband. If we uh, if we can figure out where it is, maybe we'll go on a road trip and go see the machine. Yes. Um, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Just as like a goofy thing to do. Doesn't take much with me. I know. She says we're going on a shoot. I'm in. You got a deal. <laughs> you got a deal. <laughs> um. But yeah, actually, you know what uh, surprised me about Big is that in the movie, there's this handshake song that the oh, two yeah. characters do. And Tom Hanks, somebody ran into Tom Hanks like 45 years ago, four or five, not 45, four <laughs> or five years ago, and he can still do the song. Yes. Apparently, that song is from his son. His son had gone to a summer camp and he came home with that song. Wow. And Tom put it in the movie. Nice. Yeah. Where to go, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is one of those like goofy '80s movies. But like Tom Hanks, like ruled the '80s. Yes, with his comedies. Um, the next one on my list is Pretty in Pink, which has uh, Andrew McCarthy, <laughs> Molly Ringwald, Molly Ringwald, and I think James Spader, John who... Cryer. Oh, and John Cryer. He was yes. Ducky. He was Ducky. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, it's just that's poor girl likes rich guy. That's all it is. And Ducky likes her. Yeah, Ducky don't like likes him her. She don't like him. We all been there. Yeah. Oh, yes, we have. <laughs> Even on this side of the table, my friend. And um, I think she, and en- I actually think she ends up with the Andrew McCarthy character. Yes. Yes. I think originally they wanted. Like, Annie Potts is her friend. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes. It's at the record store. Yep. Yeah. I, f- I forgot about that. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Me too, and I remember that. <laughs> Good for you. I didn't remember that at all. Um, so moving on from that. Uh, Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist. The original Poltergeist. Uh, I probably would have, but it's not on here. Ah, uh, it's all right. I got it. When I made this list, I didn't have much time. 
That's okay. Because I was at work. Listen, I got you. I was still, I was still adding on the way home that day. The last two, I was adding on with a marker. That's all right. I got you. All right. Um, uh, Poltergeist. Movie. Uh, I'm sorry. Family Buys Haunted House. Film at 11. <laughs> uh, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's on a, like an ancient Indian burial ground or something. I don't know what's going on. Well, if I remember right, um, the houses were built on an old cemetery. Yes. Allegedly, they moved the bodies with the gravestones, but they only moved the gravestones. Yes. And ever since then, because they, uh, it's been rumored, I don't know how much fact it is. Yeah. The the skeletons in the pool that they were building mm-hmm. were real skeletons. Ew. Yes. Dude, that's gross. And that's what they say cursed the movie from then on. Oh yeah. Because they um, said it was cheaper to use real skeletons to make props. That is such. You Shit. know what? You know what? That is so crazy. It. I believe it should be true. I I'm believe sure it to it was. be true because it's, it's the early '80s. It's so crazy. You get, a lot like, of, get away with a lot of shit back then. Be like, well, we don't want to make plastic ones. We'll just get <laughs> we real want, bodies. We don't want to go to the store and buy some fake skeletons. Some prick of a Hollywood executive just went, get real bodies. Dig them up. No one's gonna notice. I know. Let's find an old cemetery that seems like no one cares. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> probably what they did. <laughs> find one that looks abandoned and just dig them up. This one has overgrown weeds. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, the first one's all right. The clown thing, the I little boy with it. the clown. I hated clown. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really care that the little girl got caught in the TV. I'm like, well, she's kind of annoying. I bet my lip again. <laughs> now, now the poltergeist yeah. curse yeah. just got me. <laughs> bite your tongue. I mean, yeah. bite your lip. Bite my lip. <laughs> Prick. Uh, is the se- does the second one have that weird guy who looks like an undertaker? Yes, Kane. I never understood that character. I couldn't understand if he was the devil, like what he was supposed to represent. And I know Poltergeist mm-hmm. 2 isn't on my list, and I don't know when it's from. But He was supposed to be some type of preacher in his day. Yeah. And I guess he was one of those, one of those people that thought the end of the world's coming. So he got like a little cult together. They all followed uh-huh. him underground. And he uh-huh. kept everybody down there until they all died. Oh, that's good guy. Like he thought he was saving, but he's not really saving. Uh-huh. But now he comes back as like a ghostly figure, and he's trying to get Carol Ann. And... <sighs> I never... Like, I... So many other people and kids <laughs> in the neighborhood, and you want this little blonde... One little blonde girl. I know. Is that the movie that she died in? She died during the making yeah. of the third one. Oh, during the third one. Which sucked. Yeah, they finished it without her, and then... They had some other girl doubling, doubling. Yeah, it doesn't that never works right? No. You know if that had happened nowadays, they probably just could have scraped old footage together and just used that, mm-hmm. like they did for Carrie Fisher for the new Star Wars movie. Yep. So. But I, I did like the second one a little bit better. Did you? I don't remember the second one. Because <clears throat> there's an Indian guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Him. You well, you told me about the scene with the car <laughs> where he's like, "I thought you fixed it." <laughs> Something like he, that. Yeah, the car's not working right. Yeah. So um, the Indian guy does some kind of a thing, like a prayer or some sort of yeah. in the car. Then the next day, Craig T. Nelson comes back from work, and the car is, like, struggling and smoking. Yeah. And then he's, like, yelling for him. And then uh, he said, my, 
Uh, he looks at Craig T. Nelson, and then he looks at the car. Mm. Carl looked angry. <laughs> and Craig's like, angry? That car's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because I can hear Craig T. Nelson say that. That car's pissed. My favorite part of all part two. That car's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now... I, I don't really like like horror type movies, but Poltergeist is all right. I mean, it's it's the thriller. I think I don't think it could be like. They should have stopped it too. I don't think it could be thrown into like the horror genre genre. Um, not really. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's like you can a say horror slash thriller or yeah, some kind it's of like mix. a like a supernatural kind of thing. But here's the thing: they remade it, right? And I think Sam Rockwell was the dad in that movie. But the thing with the remake is that. <laughs> the the whole thing about Poltergeist is like you feel bad for the family because it's like oh man they're being haunted and bad stuff's happening that kid got beat up by the clown and jeez mm-hmm. what's going on with this family and in the mm-hmm. remake they made everybody the most unlikable character mm-hmm. and you just went I hope the ghosts <laughs> kill these fucks because I hate them all I hate them all you got the scene with a little girl standing near the bottom of the stairs mm-hmm. and she just like picks up gets Picked up in the air and like carried up or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, take her away. <laughs> <laughs> take it away, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> just don't, don't bring it back. Don't bother. It's just, it's a, it was horrible. Cause it's like, you, you have no empathy for these people. It's like, I'm not sympathizing with you. That's one of those moments that when you are feeling this way about the movie. Yeah. And the ghost grabs the girl by the, the, uh, the ankle and takes her. Yeah. Like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Get her off the screen. I'll get the others. Off the screen. Um, we're just about out of time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you you pick one from your list for us to close on. Um, I know, I know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do you watch Jeopardy at all? Nope. Holy shit. I watch it. I hear it. one guy's killing it. Oh, he, yes. <laughs> He's like literally about to break the bank, and they're all kind of like getting scared now. They should be. Because he's about it's, to take all their budget. It's a, a, a friend of mine comes to see me on Thursdays when she can, uh, when her family <laughs> lets her out. When her family lets her out, she comes by to see me, and um, <laughs> so we we get dinner. And we, we watch uh, what is that? The The Big Bang Theory, which is only four episodes left. Oh my bang, God. bang, and so we'll we'll put on the TV, and Jeopardy's on prior. And we were hanging out this past Thursday, and she goes, that guy is still on there. And I'm like, he was on there like three weeks ago. And she goes, yeah, he's cleaning up. So I put it on, and that fucking same guy with the goofy haircut, and he's got the—he's got this weirdest smirk. He's like, meh. And, um... Waiting for a poltergeist to grab him yeah, and take him away? <laughs> I'm waiting for Trebek to just punch him in the face. Be like, stop taking our money. Pow. But they did his, his uh, at the end of the show, he won again, of course. Uh, this was Thursday, so I, I assume he won today as well. Um, he has over a million dollars. Wow. Yeah. It was like a million, three hundred, and something, something. If I had a million dollars, <laughs> I'd, I'd be, be on rich. Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Make it more. Yeah. And I was just like, this is amazing. So you got you got one to one to grow on. <laughs> How about cloak and dagger? Cloak and wow! So you decided to close on an obscure one. Yeah. 
That's not on my list, actually. 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 Oh, well, all right, well, do a quick uh, summary of Cloak and Dagger, if you can. Oh, Henry Thomas, who was Elliot on E.T. Yes. Almost right after E.T., actually. Yeah, actually. Uh, he plays this kid who hangs out at the mall um, arcade store, I want to say, mm-hmm. like video store. So he befriends the owner, which these days would seem a little creepy. It would. A little kid hanging out with the uh, the owner who's like 30-something years old yeah, well, in listen, the back room. I said last, I think I said this last week, I say this all the time, that like, why does Fonzie hang out with these young people? <laughs> it's, and, and, uh, and the doc with Marty, it's like, why mm-hmm. do they pick these, these younger people to hold out with these, hang out with these older people? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and his um, female friend, they are hanging out with them out back. He's playing the board game version of Cloak and Dagger. Mm-hmm. And Morris, who is uh, William Forsyth, um, he sends them on a fake Cloak and Dagger mission just to get them a pack of Twinkies all the way across <laughs> town and a pamphlet from the uh, computer company that makes the games or whatever. And Son, I need a Twinkie. <laughs> when they're at that building, an undercover FBI agent gets shot by a couple of guys. Crap! <laughs> and Henry just happens to witness the murder. And from there on, it's an actual cloak and dagger for him. Yeah. And eventually, he wishes he wasn't playing. <laughs> but the whole time, he's got an imaginary friend named Jack, who uh, is actually one of the, the figures. Yeah. That uh, you play with in the game, so he's kind of like an imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. Jack Flack always escapes. As played by... Oh. oh. Dabney Coleman. Thank you. Yes. I was seeing his face, but I can't remember. He, he's now. actually in another movie on my list. Actually. That I'm not going to say until next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> but yeah Hell, he, yeah. He plays a dual role. He plays his father and his imaginary friend. Oh, yes, yes. And it's kind of funny when he's uh, playing his imaginary friend, Jack Flack, because mm-hmm. a couple times he's making fun of himself. <laughs> when he's, like, stand, they try to have it so he's standing next to himself, but mm-hmm. they don't show him yeah. when they show their real Dabney Coleman, so you know it's a stand-in. Yeah. Which I hate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, at that time, this is the early 80s, they couldn't really do that split thing. Yeah, the split screen? hmm Yeah. But it's a this classic song. We liked it. I do like. I actually saw it for the first time in school. <laughs> they played it for us in like elementary school or something. I, I think I had watched it before on like HBO or something at the time, and I taped it. <laughs> I was recording movies left and right on off HBO nice. Showtime and then pirating in your young days. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah. did that though. Mm-hmm. We all recorded shit off HBO. <laughs> we weren't subscribing. We were cheating. <laughs> You got those classic boxes where all you had to do is... Oh, the black box? Yeah. All you had to do yeah. is get like a soda can or a beer can, cut out like a little triangle, and bend the corner just a little bit. Oh, my God! Slide it in a certain spot in the box, wiggle it around, and bam, you got your clear picture of HBO, Showtime, and <laughs> all the others. Oh, my God! <laughs> See, it was much easier to power it back in the 80s, <laughs> yes. too. Yes. A little piece of tin just wiggle it in there bam yeah. just touches one little spot and you got a nice clear picture find that sweet spot <laughs> boom g-spot <laughs> tv spot the t 
Um, yeah, that's one of those movies. Um, when we were able to go to that really cool DVD store that has since closed, mm-hmm. um, I stumbled upon that. Yes. And it was so cool. I was like, oh my God, I hadn't seen it since elementary school. It's like, I have to buy Cloak and Dagger. Mm-hmm. So it might be a little hard to come by, but if you have the means to get it, it's actually a good movie. Check eBay and Amazon. There you go. That's that's one to grow on. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eye on Walmart sometimes in those like $4 or $5 bins. It might show up with something else. I used to like looting through the bins. That kind of annoys me now because it's like, it's chaotic in there. Yeah, they just throw them in there. Yeah, it's or, like if you, or, you guys stacked them. The first time they will stack them nicely. Yeah. But then it's just a matter of like two days for like everyone to come in and start shuffling. Mm. They just pull it out, throw it over here, throw it over there. Jerks. Then they'll just throw stuff on top of that and more on that. <laughs> Get some shelvings. Even like make cardboard shelvings and stand them up sideways. Yeah. Like they should be. Yeah. Make it easy to read. Yeah. And then pull, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our show this week. Um, we'll try to mix it up next week. Um, maybe do movies and uh, a couple other things. But thank you so much for joining us if you listen all the way to the end. Uh, I'm going to miss you most of all, Scarecrow. <laughs> if you're confused about that, I hate The Wizard of Oz because uh, Dorothy's a bitch. And uh, it really bothers me when she says that because she's, like, she's singling out one person. She's very exclusionary. And anyway, I will miss you most of all, (laughs) Scarecrow. Sean's got something to tell you. No, I do. Tell him, Sean. Have a good everything. And remember, Jack Black always escapes.